back to old school with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back, Jay Foreman, DP, Austin. Quick segment before we uh, have the uh, trivia, so I got to get my mind right. But last night, the national championship game, Washington Huskies against the Michigan Wolverines. Uh, Michigan ran for like 500 yards in the first half and then was pretty stymied, but uh, I think they dominated the game early in, in, uh, from an offense and defensive line standpoint that I felt like Washington wasn't able to match. I was a little disappointed in Michael Penix Jr., his decision-making, but I think when you start off as slow as they did, uh led to Michigan um, dominating there. And, and what I mean by that is is – when Michigan's offense is actively out there just blowing through this Washington Husky defense, it doesn't just deflate the defense. It deflates the offense, and then it puts more pressure on them. So Michigan knew that they had to get up on Washington, and that was their game plan. And so they put a lot of energy, you know, and everybody says that, you know, that first 15 plays or whatever, the first – first drive or whatever they did it the first two or three drives and that's their that's their game plan I think one of the things that Washington didn't do was if you watch their middle linebacker I think he was number 10 he just submarined himself into number nine number 60 Nugent who probably is the best center in, in college football and he was trying to be physical and sometimes you could be try to be physical but actually do the wrong thing I would say you, you, he had a lot of movement but no progress the way he was submarining himself was opening up the backside gap. Edwards and Blake Corum was just, they were averaging like 19 yards a carry at one point in time. Um, I do think the, the the refs, the lack of holding calls on uh, Michigan on offense and defense was a very alarming, especially when they were at the point of attack. And it was when I knew the, the, I knew the game was over when Washington had that 32-yard pass they called a holding on Washington's offensive line lineman, number 73. That was one of the few plays that he didn't hold. Um, and they called that very quickly. Not saying that they wanted Michigan to win, but I think it's one of those things that were, when you, when you go back and watch the game, you're just like, oh, it's an over, overabundance of missed calls. But It, it but, was over before the kickoff. Well, Michigan was the best. Michigan, listen, to be honest with you, take all. If I, I, I'm going to look at this season and this team in two different, just two different ways. You just just take the players, and then you take, let's just say, the coaches and administration, and separate it. So, like when we won, we it's, we're all for one. The players were the best team, and they're the national champion. Now, I would have probably liked to see them play Georgia, but they it, the situation set forth, they beat everybody that they, they played, and they beat them to the tune of being the national champions. They are a national championship team players, right? As far as the coaches and the support staff and all that, they aren't. And that's just the way it is. Now, I feel bad for the players in the sense of, they probably don't. They probably won't get the amount of respect that they they probably feel that they deserve because they are such but a good why, team. Why, Jay? Why? Well, I mean, look, man, your head coach is gone half the season for NCAA violations and you know sign stealing slash 
I don't know, cheating scandal or whatever. And that's not even done. They cheated. Yeah. I mean, it, it twice was, in yes. several ways. Yeah. They cheated twice in several ways and got caught and lied about it. And, and, and. The second one is is more because I feel like that affects and it has affected how they got here to the point where being a national champion. They're a really old team, you know. Uh, very a lot of guys came back. Uh, really good. They're really good players. But to continue to bring guys back and get them to come back for the bigger purpose, meaning the step by step process. If you did this by breaking a a rule that already allows you to scout. So when you do it to when you're egregiously and knowing you're breaking the rule, then that is cheating. So how does that affect two, how does two years ago affect now? Well, you beat Ohio state when you hadn't beat them and you beat them pretty handily that first year, you double down on the next year and you in the third, this, this year you beat them again. So all the stuff that you've done, no matter what you, no matter what you say, all the intel that you've had on a team. So if I knew, it's already in system. It's, it's already, already in it's the already, system. it's, it's in already in your system, and you're already playing with a confidence level, and you're mm-hmm. taking their confidence. Mm-hmm. And I will, I, and I'm, t- and listen, Michigan's the best football team. I, period. I'm just talking factual. If you don't think in the back of of Washington's minds or Washington's players, they were wondering then you just got your head in the sand. But at the end of the day, Michigan was the best team. And to be frank, I could probably say they're the best coach team, but they're the, mo- they're, they're the best talent. You got to put coach in air quotes. Right, but, that, but that's, why, that's, why, <laughs> like, that's, why, that's, that's why I take it as two. I take the football team and how they played in one section. Well, well, and then I, play, then I take – what I guess they did outside of the hours, I'll just say that just so you can separate the two, two different ways. That football team was a dang good football two, team. Two questions for you. One, is this year's Michigan roster better than the roster from four years ago and five years ago when they had almost record-setting NFL draft players? No. Okay. Uh, right, maybe no, no, quarter, no, maybe, yeah, no, maybe no, not no, overall, right, but yeah, right? that's hard to beat. So, I mean, that's so right. I mean, that's hard we, to beat. We, we get that. Listen, Michigan has always had talent. Oh, I'm not saying they haven't ever had, yeah. Them being good football players was never the issue. Right. What I know is when I give elite athletes a psychological advantage about knowing schematically, uh, tendency, things that other people will never know about their opponents. Right. When I know that I give you that, then you should accept. You, You should win. And listen, if I give you the cheat code in 2021, and 22, and 23, over how the elite teams that you face, right? Because we knew that Michigan wasn't worried about beating Rutgers or Maryland or otherwise. They knew they had three people to beat. and scout Nebraska, though. Right? Well, here's the thing, right? You scouted them because they gave you a scare here because you didn't follow what, what you put in play. And the players sneaked up and told them on it. They listen. Yeah, we did. We didn't do some things that we normally do. Women, your your playbook looked the same. Oh, oh, you you mean the other stuff? Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> you did right. No, listen. This is so systematically cheating that whatever. If you're giving the best players in the country another advantage, a substantial 
psychological and knowledge yeah. IQ advantage, then I don't care about how good. See, there can be some players who go to the league based on what they did last night, and guess what? It ain't going to work. <laughs> right, yeah. It ain't going to work, and it's not going to be there. So it's fool's goal to go through and say, you know what? This was – I don't care if they had the most talent. They've had the most talent, and they're in the top five when it comes to talent. They have been for 20-plus years. Yeah, they, That's I mean, never Michigan, the thing. Yeah, Michigan is never going to hurt for talent. I guess the only thing that was a little bit disappointing is Jim – the best thing is Jim Harbaugh said, we are innocent. Bro, listen. The worst thing you could say is you're innocent. Just say, listen – We've made some mistakes. We've overcame the mistakes. We've, you've obviously paid for the mistakes, right? The Big Ten has said you only had to miss three games. They did you a favor, and to say you know what? But ultimately, I want to focus on this team and, and the great job they did all year of you know battling some odds and all that. And that's and if you left it at that, it's not as bad. But when you try to say that you didn't do anything wrong, like like Jim, like you can't because if you know Jim Harbaugh, he's he's paranoid. 99.9% of head coaches in college football and basketball are paranoid. Mm -hmm. They're paranoid about everything. Mm -hmm. They're paranoid about who's been at practice, who said what, what they saw at practice, and 99% of, 9 of the time, nobody even cares. They just want to be happy to be there. But Jim Harbaugh is at another level. He's always been like that. So, yeah, he knew. Not, and he's not going to admit it, but I think at this point, I think what they did was, and, I, and I'd be willing to bet a lot of people would do it because it, here's in another whole sport where we talked about this, where the PJ Tour and the whole live thing, what's your price, right? Everybody has a price. Everybody has a price within, you know, whether it's within reason or astronomical price. They made a conscious effort, the minute, the powers that be, that they were willing to pay a price to get over a hump to beat Ohio State and become a national champion. Now, it also coincided with, like I said, is a cannibalization of Nick Saban's staff that got spread out throughout the whole country and Ryan Day dropping the ball on the toughness that Urban Meyer had built at Ohio State. And here's why. The first year when Ryan Day had it, it was, it's just all you're doing is just dealing with the overflow. When he changed the identity of Ohio State to become more flash and dash, that's when Michigan got tougher. So then you change your identity. Said we they were we don't have to be like Ohio State. We got to be tougher in them. And then now we got an advantage. Of, we just like Ohio State, only dirtier. Well, that's what they <laughs> well they just doubled down on what they did, and then they got better at it, and they end up at national champion I, I, I champions. Just, and I so just. look, they aren't the first, they aren't the last. I mean, you 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 have people that you know paid for players and all that, and it's just you know you just move on. I don't think it'll be as celebrated. Um, well, as enjoy normal. it this year because next year when you under suspension and you lose some, <laughs> you lose some scholarships. Well, we're going to talk about that with yeah. the with the with the ramifications of it yeah. because we are all going to have to answer to who we think or where we think Jim. It's like remember where's Waldo? Yep. Where will Jim Harbaugh be? I know where it better not be. Where he'll be? Where he'll end up this year? Um, and it'll be interesting to see when it happens. And I'm, I'm assuming cry. it's going to be pretty quick. So I'm going to cry. Anyways, we're going <laughs> to. I don't think he'll, he won't be there. He's not going. To, he is not going to chocolate state. Um, anyways, when we we're going to go to break, come back. We'll have the trivia question for the fifteen dollar gift card to Upside Bar and Lounge, and then we'll have another trivia question in the five o'clock hour for Stars tickets this weekend. Jay Foreman, Austin Orman, 
DP Old School. We'll be right back. Watch Old School live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.